What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. I'm Dalton here with co-host Adam. So we have a the, the fun weekend in the NFL where you know there's a, there's two championship games played that that eventually will lead up to the Super Bowl. So that's kind of you know what happened. Uh, we had that recently, and, and it was between the 49ers and the Lions and the Chiefs and the Ravens. So the the two best teams all year were the 49ers and the Ravens, and and they made it respectively to the you know to their conference championships. And then you know the Lions, man, they kind of had a had a a good run early on. You know, if you, if anybody listens back to our week predictions, man, we thought that the lines were going to be good. I'm not going to lie though. There was a point in the time of the season where me and you both thought that we didn't know if their defense would, would hit a stride or, or make enough plays to win big time games because they would score 31 points and lose. And that's, it, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to win when you give up 35 points. So, you know, they, they made a run and then, you know, obviously Kansas city on the AFC side with Mahomes and then, you know, they made a run again. So, you know, just to jump right in, I guess we'll go to the NFC game, uh, the 49ers and the Lions. And the Lions were winning 24 to 7 at the half. So we're going to talk about it, but I just I just want to know what, what everybody wants to know. What do you think about Dan Campbell uh, in that second half? And just it, the decisions, you know, it's easy to look back now and say, hey, he made the wrong decision. But if they score two touchdowns on those possessions, everyone says, oh my gosh, this guy's a genius. So hindsight, do you think he should have kicked the field goals? Um, do you think he regrets the decisions and, and so on? So the first field goal, I was cool with him passing on. The second one was one of them, like, why are you going for this? You know what I'm saying? Like one of the moments that it just didn't make any sense of why he was doing it. And the reason I'm okay with the first one is that's who they were all season. You know, it, it's not like it was they were safe all season and decided to go balls to the wall. You know what I'm saying? If they would have done that, then I'd just be sitting here like, yeah, you should have kicked the field goal. But this is who they were. This is what got him, uh, got the Lions to the conference championship. So with that with that thinking in mind, I'm okay with the first one. With the second one, you're like, dude, I'm trying to win a game here. And I think the second one they were down what ten. So the second one, they were down, so the second one they were down three. So yeah. the game up, yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's why I, I agree with you. Is the first one they were winning by by fourteen. So okay, you want to go up twenty one. If you don't get it, you're still up two touchdowns. But the the second one, man, you got to kick the field goal and tie the game up. Yeah, it's like I said, if it wasn't their identity all season. I'd be okay with it. You know, like Nick Sirianni last year in the Super Bowl made a couple questionable calls, and you just have to live with it because that's what got them there. And I was okay with them there, and I, I feel like I have to be okay with it here. Now, if Dan Campbell is one of them safe, conservative guys, we kick the field goal every time and just went against his character and did this, that's when I'd probably be like, dude, what the hell was that? Yeah. You know? But I realistically, the the downfall of the Lions wasn't Dan Campbell. I, I, I don't know what happened. The only thing I can think that you know, is that I, I don't know how to word it. The only thing that I can think of that would that was the reason for it was the Lions went in twenty four seven at halftime and thought they'd already won the game, mm-hmm. and then once they come out, the Niners kicked them in their mouth. You know, with what like they scored a touchdown like eleven minutes in the third quarter. Like they come out literally scored quick, and wherever they got kicked in the mouth, it's like they couldn't get back in the game into like the game mode, like yeah. the mindset. They, it was pathetic. It, it was a, it was a pathetic effort. And to be honest with you, I was at Dave, I was at Dave and Buster's right while, while watching the game, and you wouldn't believe how loud that place was. How many Niners fans there, you know, that were there. And I don't think anybody there could comprehend how bad the Lions played that second half. Josh Reynolds dropped two, two easy catches that he should have made. Jameson Williams let the ball go right through his hands on the flea flicker. Jameer Gibbs fumble, like just inexcusable mistakes that 
I feel like they shouldn't have – well, we, we all feel like they shouldn't have made. And I think it's because they got out of that game, you know, like the game um, mindset. Yeah. You know, they thought they already had it. They were already looking forward to the celebration, already looking forward to the Super Bowl. And it, that second half was rough. The Lions looked like they didn't belong there. They looked like the New England Patriots in the second half. Yeah, I agree. And so so the thing is, is I know, know people out there might be like, well, what does he mean by this? But I'm going to say this. I believe if the Lions would have received the ball to start the second half and they go down and score, the game's over. The problem is the Niners got the ball to start the half, well, then they score. And then it's like, hey, one stop and a score, it's a one-possession game. That's literally what happened. And they, and the sad part is they fumbled on the 25 and gave the Niners. So they were down 17 to start the second half. But San Francisco just had to score, get a stop, score, and you're down a field goal. And and that's literally what happened, man. And it's just – another thing, too, is like they, the Lions came out with the Dan Campbell energy. And then, you know, you got C.J. Gardner-Johnson waving by the crowd in the second quarter, dumb, stupid. And, like, you know – What think, he does, he did that yeah. same stuff with Philly. Yeah, and then, you know, one thing I've seen, I don't know if you've seen this video yet, but the NFL posted it today, and George Kittle was walking up to his teammates. He walked up to Purdy. He walked up to CMC. He walked up to coaches, and he was like, I can't wait till after the game I'm going to say. Not going to lie, they had us in the first half. And, like, that was his mindset. Like, I, after the game, I'm going to be able to say that. And, like, you could tell Purdy was, like, just, like, stressed out because Shanahan was, like, ragging on him. And that's another thing, too. We'll, we'll get to Shanahan. But it's like George Kittle was like, dude, it's it's a, just play football. Just play football. And – you, that's what the thing is. The Niners continued to play football, and the Lions. I, I feel like they. I feel like they went in at halftime and popped champagne and celebrated. Like that's. That's what happened I, for sure. I don't. I don't know what else, what else there could have been. So to get to Kyle Shanahan, though, I don't. I, you know, man, I had him at like I, I can't remember now, but it was definitely in the top five when I did my coaches rankings. But I don't know, man. In, in big time games, he just seems to fold, and, and they found a way to win against the Packers, and they found a way to win this week. But but I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I think it's. I think coaches are important, but. Kyle Shanahan doesn't win these last two weeks if he doesn't coach the San Francisco 49ers. Like, if he was coaching any other team in the NFL, he does not win those two games. And that's why he was 0 for 30 before those games when he was down a score going into that fourth quarter. But I don't know, man. I just – it's weird because he's he's he shows signs of being so good, but he just does not show up for big-time games, man. Like, they, they just come out not ready to play. And what's disappointing is that game specifically shows you how bad this whole NFL season has been. Mm-hmm. You know, like like we talk about how weird it's been, right? Like like we like we have used the word weird numerous times. Let's be honest here. The season was bad. Yeah. Right? From the the refs to the quarterbacks going down to really no quarterback performing to where there was only one great running back, that was Christian McCaffrey. Like you like you can just pick, you know, anything you want across the league. And it sucked. And this this game, the Lions Niners sucked. Like, yeah, the you know, you got this big story, the big comeback, and you did have that big catch by Brandon Ayuk. But this season has been terrible. It's been one of the worst seasons that I can remember, you know, and I think this game was just kind of like it, it was symbolic of that. Yeah. You know, they the Lions come out, played great first half. Both coaching, both coaches were terrible. Mm-hmm. Right? Both coaches were awful. It just felt like the the drops, the bad throws, the underthrows. Everything about this game was bad, and it sucks to see the Niners go in there and win and go to the Super Bowl because I feel like they don't deserve it. But on the flip side, I don't think there's one team in the NFC that deserves it. The the Lions definitely didn't. They they gave it away. They gave their chance away. And, you know, after the game, Dan Campbell walked in the locker room and he told his guys, like, we might not get another chance. Well, buddy, you might want to – like, you might want to tell yourself that too because you kind of coached your way out of that that position and your players played their way out of that position, man. So – 
you know, the Niners going to the Super Bowl, you know, it's kind of kind of what I've what I've been saying all year. I thought they would get there. I, I think that, you know, I think my I think my prediction preseason was the Niners would get there, but I don't know. I mean, th- they tried not to get there the last two weeks because the Packers should have beat them. And the Lions damn sure should have beat them, man. So they tried not to get there, but but you know, they made it. And look, real quick, before you transition over to the Chiefs, I wanna say something. So a couple of weeks ago, I told well, we said that we like to keep our receipts on everything that we say, you know, and we do. I, I wanna say one, two weeks ago we said that and we stood on it and we're gonna stand on business now that the that the Chiefs would upset Buffalo. We were correct. We were confident in that pick. There was no doubt in our mind. But I also want to go back to like week eight, week nine. We were talking about how bad the NFL was, right? Like how bad every team was. Nobody was good. And I told you, would it surprise you if any of these three teams didn't make it, right? That we knew for sure two of these teams would be in the world in the Super Bowl. You had the Eagles, who are obviously fell off, but then the other two teams were the Niners and the Chiefs. Yeah. We called this week nine. You know, like you can go back and say, you know, a lot of people were doubting the Niners after that three-game losing skid. Everybody was doubting Mahomes. But we said this back week eight, week nine, that these that them three teams are the only ones that had a chance to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, we did. We said, Here we are. Yeah, we said there was three teams, and that was when Miami was rolling against the Broncos and they was beating on the bad teams. And we said there's only three teams that can make the Super Bowl. And I know there's some listeners out there that are probably sad about the Dolphins. Well, you're going to be sad for a long time as long as two is your quarterback. And Mahomes <laughs> is the AFC, so – but yeah, I mean, and, and you know, we we called the Josh Allen thing, um, and and you know, if, if I want to say if you're new here and this, let's say this is the first time you've ever heard us, I've said that I thought Josh Allen was second best quarterback. Adam thinks he's the third, so it's not, you know, we're not disrespecting, but we called it, we said it, you know, I, I took the Ravens against the Texans, and then I, I I said go go listen to the last podcast. I said right after it, but that, it ends there because Kansas City was going to beat them. And then Adams, you know, yeah, it, you rode in here. And uh, so, to, so to go to that, Baltimore's road's over. They lose to Kansas City at home. It's it's one of those things where big-time games bring out big-time players. And in the AFC Championship game, Lamar Jackson was not a big-time player. It, I, and I'm not even – I'm not here to trash the guy. Listen, you had a hell of a season. You're, you're going to win the MVP award. Uh, but the touchdown the, – the, the interception – that he wanted to be a touchdown to Isaiah Likely was probably one of the worst passes I've seen by a quarterback in an AFC championship game. Like just because a guy puts his hand up does not mean you throw it in triple coverage. And especially, I mean, especially when it's a close game. So, so I don't know. I just, I feel like, you know, how it's hard to really explain because Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, but in those games, I don't want to say he becomes a game manager, but he would have never thrown that pass into triple coverage. He would have just took the check down, got the eight, nine yards, made it second and one. And that's what that's why Brady always won the playoffs, man. He managed the game. And and I don't know. So so you can see, you can see, I, I think I, I mean, I think we can say this now is that I think the lights were too bright for Lamar Jackson. And that's not even me trying to be a hater on Lamar Jackson. I promise you I'm not. So I I'm a notorious Lamar Jackson hater. And I just want to say that I've admitted all season that he was finally starting to do what, what we wanted him to do, right? He was He's arguably the best football player in football, right? Not not the court, like nowhere near the best quarterback, but he's probably the best football player, right? But I also said, come playoff time, he is easy to stop. When you get a good defense in there, he is easy to stop. We've seen it against Buffalo a couple years ago. Like I'm pretty sure it's against Buffalo. He only had three points, right? That yeah, the Ravens yeah, scored three was. points. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, if you contain him inside the pocket, he cannot beat you inside the pocket, and we've seen that. Right. We've seen it. And then I also want to go back to the again, the play calling, the coaching. The Ravens are the best running football team in football. 
Why is Lamar Jackson dropping back on 82% of your snaps? Like, what what kind of game plan was that? Especially when you know you have, when you're going up against Chris Jones on the other side, right? You have one of the best secondaries in football all season. Why are we dropping back? Why are we not doing our strength? Why are we not having Lamar carry the ball 12, 15 times? Why is Gus the bus not, you know, on third and three over here trying to bulldoze a few people to get, to get the extra first down? It felt like they got cute with it, and Lamar is not capable of being cute with the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the play you're talking about, the, the uh, triple coverage uh, deep into the end zone. The thing is, was it a bad decision to throw the ball? Yes, it was. But the thing is, I think Patrick Mahomes makes that throw. I do. And the reason I think he does is if you actually look, when Likely throws his hands up, if Lamar leads him, it's a touchdown. Right, it's a touch. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. I do. Right. I- and, but the thing is, it has to be a perfect throw. And the fact that Lamar cannot make these throws, which we have been saying this entire time, he shouldn't have tried it. Because for him, that's a bad throw. For someone like maybe Burrow, Mahomes, maybe even Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, they're making that throw because worst case, you throw it out the back of the end zone. Yep. But instead, he underthrew it because he doesn't have the arm talent to make that type of throw, which is the what all of my criticism has been about Lamar is he needs to learn to throw the ball. Yep. You know, like I was watching the other day, it was like maybe a week ago, I was watching Michael Vick highlights. And when you watch Vick play, Right, because and the reason I'm bringing bringing him up is because a lot of people compare him and Lamar, the two probably the best mobile quarterbacks the NFL's ever seen. But what made Michael Vick different was he could throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Right, you go back and watch. Right, go back and find this one play from like 2010 against the Washington uh, at the time the Washington Redskins. Very first play of the game on Monday Night Football, he does a play action, throws the ball from the four yard line. Deshaun Jackson catches it in stride on the 35. Yeah, the other 35. Yeah. Right. You're never going to see Lamar Jackson make that type of throw. The arm talent's not there. And until he learns to – don't make them throws. Take the check down. Until he learns to be a game manager with his arm, yep. the Ravens are going nowhere. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, you know, it's funny because I love it. I love it because people say – they look at the they look at the stats and they're like, well, what do you mean he can't throw? He threw for 272 yards Well, he was 51% completion percentage on 40 attempts. And then if you watch the game at the end of the game, they say, well, yeah, we'll let you throw it because you got to go score a touchdown. A field goal is not going to do nothing for you here. Uh, so so people, they just don't understand. Well, then Mahomes throws for 240, but he throws 70% completion. It's it's different, man. And, you know, 70 to 51, 52 is a, a huge gap, um, especially in, in that type of game, man. So I don't know. I just I just feel like I, I said it. I don't even remember, Adam, probably week 9 or 10, 11, maybe when they lost the Chiefs lost to the Eagles, I said, if you're going to win a Super Bowl in your AFC, you better do it this year because this is Mahomes' down year. And, and then, you know, I continue to say I thought the Chiefs were going to be in the AFC Championship game. And, you know, you know, here we here we are. They were in the AFC Championship game. They won the AFC Championship game. So I, I, I feel like I do talk about them a lot on here because Mahomes is my favorite player. So we ain't got to spend a lot of time. But I, I seen something today, and Colin Coward picked the Bills. He picked the Ravens. And today he said – I will not pick against Patrick Mahomes again. I picked against him because I wanted him to lose. He said, my pick was wrong because I wanted him to lose. I'm not picking against somebody I want to lose anymore because it's it's the truth. Like you can you can want them to lose, but picking but picking against Patrick Mahomes is it's hard, man. It's like picking against Tom Brady. And uh, you know, you see Kelsey when when it's playoff time, man. I mean, you know, eleven catches, 116 yards, a touchdown, broke broke the record for for all time catches in playoff history as a tight end. Uh, I mean, it's, it's huge, man. I mean, past Jerry Rice, who's arguably the greatest wide receiver of all time. 
Yeah, dude, the the Chiefs are scary this year because you did see playoff Mahomes. You've seen playoff Kelsey. And then you also seen the defense step up, right? Like that's always been the Achilles heel. Even last year when they won the Super Bowl, dude, they were giving up 30-plus points. You know, this is the first time that Mahomes can sit back and say, dude, all I have to do is score 21. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, take care of the ball. Just take care of the ball. Yeah, just don't turn it over and we would like we will win this game. And I think that's bad news for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. It's one going into the Super Bowl, you're going up against the best coach in football at any rate. Now you're going up against Mahomes, who's finding his stride. You're going up against Kelsey, who just had 11 catches. Rasheed Rice has found his way. And now you have to worry you might not score more than 10 points on this defense now as well. Yeah. And I guess we'll lead into the Super Bowl preview, right? I think the 49ers are going to get molly walked. Damn. Because their entire offense is one, we run the ball. Guess guess who's great at stopping the run? The Kansas City Chiefs are. Two, they live off these quick screens, right? These quick passes. Chris Jones is probably the best defensive lineman in the league at knocking that ball down. Don't believe me? Go watch this past week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there was numerous balls that he was knocking down. There was one drop. I don't want. I don't want to call it drop. One possession by the Ravens. Chris Jones either had to tackle the sack or, not, or you know, a batted down ball, all by himself. You know, and so these quick passes aren't going to work. And so if they don't work, you had Brock Purdy has to make throws against his tremendous secondary. I do not like this matchup for the 49ers. If I do think if they would have ran into the Ravens, I think that would have been a bad, like I think the Niners could have won that game. But Shanahan struggles in these big games. Andy Reid uh, thrives in these big games. You're going again, you know, you got Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy, who let's be honest, he looked good that second half. Yeah. First half, he looked atrocious. But that second half, he was doing the things that he should be doing. But you're asking him to do that and outduel Patrick Mahomes. And I don't see that happening. I think this game's gonna get ugly quick. Well, the thing is, too, is so you think about this, Adam, is Jerry Sneed, what does he do? He jams you at the line of scrimmage. Trim McDuffie, they jam you at the line of scrimmage. So you're not you're not running a, a little you know, drag route to Debo because he's getting jammed. At the, I mean, look what they did. They put Tyreek Hill on his ass. I mean, <laughs> so I think I think that's the thing is that, you know, and and this is to put in perspective, Andy Reid did his video interview today with the media, and they said, like, what does the next two weeks look like for you? What's the next two weeks look like for the 49ers? And Andy Reid said, well, the next two weeks look like the last five years. Like, we're going to have meetings today. We're off the next two days, and we prepare on Thursday. And they were like, what do you mean? And he's like, this is what we've been doing, like, Four out of five years, I've my, we've been in the Super Bowl. So it's like, to him, he's like, I'm doing the same thing. Like it's, it's another week for us. It's like week eleven. You know what I mean? It's not. Whereas like, and I'm not saying that the Niners, but the Niners are now back, and it's like, okay, do we prepare today? What do we do? When did you get days off? And I think that's the thing about Kansas City, man. Is like they're just they're just used to being there, and and they feel like they belong there. So and everyone wrote them off, man. I mean, I literally ten out of twelve ex- experts on ESPN picked the Bills to win. Nine out of twelve picked the Ravens to win, and and the thing is, man, you just like it's a it's a quote, but it's like you either die the hero or live long enough to be the villain. And they've made Patrick Mahomes the villain, dude. Like he literally thrives. I mean, look at his Instagram post after the game. He's literally like, it was like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift really messing up y'all's parlays, and he retweets it. Like you're literally making this guy just he 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 already wanted to win, and now it's now it's like you give him a a, a you know a reason to win, man. It's like it's just something you don't do, so. I mean, I agree. I think I think that you know a lot of people are, are probably still counting the Chiefs out. Um, but I think it's funny that they got rid of Tyreek Hill and then Super Bowl back to back seasons. Man, it's it's like it's funny because Tyreek Hill. It looks like he made the wrong decision, man. And look, what's funny is Mahomes doing this is hurting his case of getting help. 
Yeah, right? for sure. Let, yeah. You let Tyree Kill go, and now you're in a Super Bowl two straight years. Why am I going to pay a top receiver when we can just get there riding the, the coattails of the defense? Yeah, and that's the you thing. Is, so they got that's they got Trent McD- or yeah, they got McDuffie out of it, Legarius Need out of it. And they're able to keep Chris Jones because of it. Um, so it's Nick Bolton, Willie Gay. So that's that, that's what's happened. Their defense got better. Uh, but you know, my whole and and so I'm glad you brought the receivers up because in week 13, man, they had no confidence. But the catch that Valdez Scantling had this week to end the game. Oh, that was tough. Bro, that was literally, I mean, like, what a throw, but what an even better catch. I mean, Dude, week 12, he would have dropped that ball. Week 12, Mahomes probably not throwing the ball to him. <laughs> and so that's another thing that the Niners kind of got to worry about, man, is like the, the Mahomes has that trust in his receivers again. Um, and a big part of that is because Scott Moore hasn't touched the field and neither has Kadarius Tony. And I don't expect <laughs> him to touch the field in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, it's, sure. and it's it's good that you know they're both they're both uh rolling uh you know good good to see um Mahomes back again man four out of five years it's crazy what a tear man I, I, he's tied third with Manning all time in playoff wins through six seasons Peyton Manning was fourteen and thirteen Mahomes is fourteen and three it's just crazy uh what we're watching man so I don't know we'll, we'll do a uh you know we're, we're gonna do another show where we you know we'll give you guys a, a score prediction or you know our our uh, Super Bowl MVP prediction whatever but. You know, so, so don't you know this isn't the only Super Bowl coverage you guys are going to get because it's the biggest game of the year in in all sports every year. And look, I just want to say this: so going into the season, I know we all seen it, right? The Super Bowl logo conspiracy theory, right? Mm-hmm. Where they started designing the logo, giving it colors three years ago, and every year, so, you know, both matchups have been the the colors inside the Super Bowl logo where the teams actually made the, the Super Bowl. And this year, people were talking about either, you know, Niners, Ravens being a possibility because of the red and purple. And I was one of them people that I didn't want it to be true, right? right. Yeah, like, yeah. We, like, like I think we all, to a certain point, think that the refs sway games a certain way. But I didn't want I like, didn't want to think that the season was scripted before the week before week one even started. Right, please don't let it be, man. We're fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I felt bad because, listen, it's not that I wanted the Ravens to lose this past week because, I, you know, I, I didn't. I, I think the Ravens have been a lot of fun this year. Uh, seeing what uh, Zay Flowers is able to do, Matt, uh, was it Matabiki had yeah. a great year. Jadeveon Clowney had a career resurgence. Like Mark Jackson went yeah, crazy. And he, like I said, likely came in for Mark Andrews. Had a, I mean, probably going to get a contract somewhere as a tight end, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, for sure. You know, all the running backs they went through, Odell coming back, you know, like that. Like they had a lot of stuff to cheer for. But the thing is, going into Sunday, I said – I'm rooting against both teams unless unless one of them lose. Then at that point, as long as one of the you know the Ravens or the Niners lose, I, I didn't care. But if they both won, I there was a chance I was gonna quit watching football because you know listen, I do watch wrestling, right? I do, but wrestling admits they're scripted. Yeah, for even though it is, like, yeah, yeah, like don't sit here and try to make me believe that this shit's real. Right? Yeah, yeah. When it's when it's not, you know what I mean. Going into the game, I felt bad rooting against the Ravens because at the point I wanted both teams to win. I didn't really care. I was more interested in seeing the Lions win, right? But I was hoping that one of the two teams would lose and the Ravens just happened to play first. So I was rooting for the Chiefs that game because I didn't fear the Lions would beat the uh, the Niners and they didn't. You know, but so I just want to I just want to put that out there that I am so happy that yes, the NFL might be a little rigged in certain ways, the rest might sway the game, but at least we know the season's not written out before week one. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. It keeps it I mean it it it, uh, it it keeps it safe for us us fans, man, to keep watching. So like like Adam said, I'm sure you know the refs have you know stuff, you know, in, in games and 
Um, that, you know, they bet whatever the case may be, man. But, but I don't know, you know, the thing is bad calls happen, you know, all the way. What, what sucks, man, I will say this real, real quick before, you know, we hop off is it sucks because I, you know, people say, well, Mahomes gets the calls or like Mahomes is a crybaby or Mahomes this, Mahomes that. And it's like, well, one in, in the regular season, Mahomes had one roughing the passer call, man, in 17 games. Like the thing is he's on TV every week you watch his game is nationally televised every week so of course you see when he complains but every quarterback complains every coach complains they all complain man and the only difference is you get you 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 have to watch them because they're on tv and you have to watch them because they're fun to watch it's like it's like watching lebron or watching curry play like if they're one you watch them well then they they complain every time they don't get the call so that's your narrative but it's because you just watch them play man so you know obviously like i said there's missed calls here and there um you know they, they like for example you know that a lot of people think that likely was held uh, at the end of the game, well, it wasn't towards the end of the game, but there was a call there. But then, like in the end zone, Lamar, I mean, Chris Jones was literally tripped in the end zone, which would have been a, results in a safety. So it's like, well, they don't even get to the point to, to get the hold call. They just call the tripping in the end zone, which anybody knows that a penalty in the end zone results in a safety. So that's what referees do. I mean, Adam have talked about that all year, man. Uh, so hopefully, I will say this hopefully in the Super Bowl, uh, we get we get some, some good officiating. They just let the guys play, man. Hopefully. Yeah, well, that's all we can hope for. I've also seen somebody comparing last year's uh, Super Bowl with uh, that that hold there at the ends that pretty much ended the game for the for the Eagles and helped the Chiefs win. They went and found like the clip of it, and then they also went and got the clip of I I think it was likely they got held at like the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Okay, so the difference between the two plays, and this is coming from an Eagles fan, and I was butt hurt when that call was made. The one that happened this past Sunday. The ball, it was a terrible throw. It was nowhere near catchable. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Even if he runs his full route, that ball's 20 yards over his head. Yeah. And people wanted that that call, and it's like, why would you call that? Yeah, that, I mean, it was out of bounds. The ball was thrown out of bounds. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it does feel like people are kind of cherry-picking a little bit. Like, they're getting what, what they want, They and if something doesn't fit their narrative, which this is every sports fan, if it doesn't fit their narrative, they, they don't really pay attention to it. But people are going to sit here and, you know, continue to think that Mahomes and that the, you know, Taylor Swift and all them are rigging the league. Like the league wants them to win because of Taylor and all the popularity is brought to the NFL, yada, yada, yada. The thing is the Chiefs have calls missed on them as well. Yeah, for sure. You know, to your point, you know, yeah. they have calls missed as well. And you just have to play the game to see, you know, like – my thing is this is like it's funny because people are like people are like well the 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 league or the league have made the Chiefs the chosen one. I'm like dude, they were winning in 2018 when Tom Brady was still in the league. Like they just they're just good. You know what I mean? Like they're the next. The thing is, we went from one dynasty to the next. Is what's happened. You you went from the Patriots to the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's what it is. So I will say that overall, in my opinion, watching both games, the referees this past weekend were actually not bad. Like I don't, I think they called the game both ways. They missed calls on both sides of the ball. But it wasn't. It wasn't like, man. Why do they? Why does it keep happening here? Like it literally. It, it happened on both sides of the ball, man. But but the thing is, is like, I don't know if you've seen the play or not. But did you see the play where like Mahomes broke out of the pocket and literally the dude like close like hit, hit close on yeah. him? And people are like, well, why would you call rough? Dude, what do you mean? What do you, why would you call rough in the passer? You can't hit a quarterback in the like. But the thing is, it's just like that, and that's what sucks. Like you said, is because people are then like, well, it's because Taylor's in the stands, dude. No, it ain't, man. Like get over that shit, dude. Like. It's I just let them play football, man. So so that's, uh, hopefully we just get a good game uh, in the, in the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, it's not yeah. To your point, like, did, was the officiating good? I don't think it was, but it's something I can live with because it was 
both teams were getting stuff you yeah, know, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that sure. was missed. It's not like it was like week seven when the Eagles played the Dolphins. Yeah, for sure. It was like 11 calls against the Dolphins and zero against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. You know, so at least uh, that's all I want. I'm not expecting these, these refs to be perfect. I'm just asking it to be fair. Call it 50 50. Call what you see. Don't call what you don't see. You know, got it. Like, that's just how I feel about it. But yeah. is there anything else that you need to touch on? I think that's it. Like I said, I think you guys we covered just, it all. I think yeah, we covered it all. Like I said, we'll have so, more. Yeah. So with that being said, be on the lookout for more content. Like Dalton said, we will have at least one more Super Bowl preview show. We're actually going to depth, give you who's going to win final, you know, like the uh, Super Bowl MVP. Stay tuned for more shows. We have the NFL award show coming out. You know, we're probably going to touch on a little bit of basketball. We did just have a, uh, a big trade made last week. We haven't touched on yet. You can follow me on everything, Real AJ4. You can follow Dalton on everything, Dalton K1. You can go find our Facebook page, The Cheap Seats, and also follow our TikTok page, The Cheap Seats.podcast, and we're out.